Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. I'm Wanda Means. I am the author of my book, The Shelf Life of a Secret, and the author of my blog, Jesus Divorce and Over 40, both of which you can find on wandamins.com. And I had a sweet woman post my book that she was reading next to Shonda Rhimes' book. And I don't know if you know who Shonda Rhimes is, but she's the founder of Grey's Anatomy. And for like my daughter, who's obsessed with Grey's Anatomy, I think I just got nice. like oodos of respect and adoration from my 15-year-old daughter. Definitely. Mom, you're a stud. She was reading the same <laughs> book as Shonda Rhimes. Can I have that Jeep now? <laughs> Isn't your book already kind of popular among her, the high school community? <laughs> it is popular amongst those kids. and um, But I'm very grateful that you know someone bought it. I have no idea who this woman is. And she posted it out there. And thank you to those who did buy my book. All 22 copies that were sold. Actually, I sold more than 22. I got a free one. I feel bad. Oh. <laughs> Can I have thank that $9.95, <laughs> Kevin? Yes. <laughs> okay, so... The first segment is always me in my mouth, and I'm ha- in the middle of an emotional trauma myself, so I don't really feel like being an asshole today, although maybe I should start with the Robert Report. That always puts me in a good mood. That cheers everybody up. So my favorite thing to do with my kids is the parent-child game. So, like, my girls play soccer, you know, I don't my cleats on, Little Richard played hockey, you know, yeah. I, or flag football or whatever. I, I love playing in that game, so this morning when I'm dropping Robert off... At 7.15 this morning, he goes, okay, mom, I'm going to kick your ass later. Like, is that what most kids, Ref- no, what no, most kids no. say to their mother <laughs> when they get dropped off? No, that's not typical. So, well, we're playing the parent-child hockey game tonight. And so he's right. He is going to kick my ass. But I think it's so funny that he would just come out and say, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, <laughs> this is the kind of relationship that I have with my children. Yeah, it's a good thing. Sometimes it makes it very difficult to punish them because they look at me as like a teammate. You that's know? a good point. Except... You know, my kids are so funny. They're like, Mom, whenever you punish us, like, you're the easiest person ever because three minutes later, you completely forget because you have the worst you ADD. Came, oh. <laughs> you have the yeah. worst ADD, and you forget you even punished us, <laughs> which is so true. I'm not a very, I'm, but I'm very tough. Robert got another fucking detention. You're not a good punisher. No. Robert got another detention. After some, I was, you know, I was going to ask. It seems like it's almost. It's a weekly thing. I was about to say it's like the weekly pedophile report. Yeah, now. I did the weekly pedophile report. Let's put that with the weekly Robert report. I told you we're calling it the Robert report, and so little. I told little Richard about it. He says, as long as you don't have the weekly Richard report, and I go, oh honey, I got plenty of reports about you, but you're off in college. He comes home this week, and I haven't seen him in a while, so I'm excited to see him. He's not totally immune either. He pops up on. He does pop on up. the show from time to time. If you weren't going off and getting married next week, we could do a podcast with him here next week. Oh. That would have been awesome. He's been in the studio a couple times. He has. He's a funny kid. He's um, working his ass off trying to get um, commissioned for the for moving up to the Navy thing or whatever. I, I don't know the words. They speak in more acronyms than um, social media. I don't understand <laughs> the things he says. I'm like, Richard, could you just speak English? You know, they have more. For the layman's who don't speak military or. So I went to a comedian Friday night and this guy comes out speaking of talking about languages i don't understand and he's i kid you not he's speaking klingon is that a language i think it actually is officially a language yeah so he's speaking it and and i'm looking at him and i'm thinking what the fuck is he saying i have no idea and and this poor guy he was hilarious a little bit of a dork and he says see well no shit he's speaking Klingon. (laughs) sorry i I actually thought of you i don't know why (laughs) because i like (laughs) sci-fi shit right And and everyone's looking i'm like dude what the fuck are you saying and 
he pauses and he looks at us and we're all looking at him and he says, now you know how I feel when you all talk sports. <laughs> oh man, I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and then of course everybody laughed because I think everyone in there, you know, was a sports junkie. It was just funny. I, I just, I love good comedy. I think I'm enjoying I this. can relate to that so much though. <laughs> yes, I figured you could. That's why I wanted to tell you that story. I, I feel like um, I want to do this improv class. Have you heard of the Dallas Comedy Channel? Or Dallas Comedy Club. I don't think so. They offer stand-up comedy and they offer um, improv, which I think I'm going to start because the classes start Sunday. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Do you think I could do that? Yes. I don't know. You'd basically do improv comedy here every week when you think about it. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, I bounce ideas off of you. Mm-hmm. How about next time I come and do my podcast, you prepare the podcast and I <laughs> that will sounds just terrible. react. I promise it won't be nearly as good. <laughs> Surely you can come up with a weekly pedophile report. I guess. Oh God, let's get that out I was going to say, way. this week I actually have one. Yes, you actually will have more about this than I do. Uh, the most, the MVP report, most vile pervert. What up with Neverland? Leaving Neverland. Leaving Neverland. I know you saw it. I did. I did not. I've only seen tidbits of it. What I did see this morning was a mock wedding. This man was literally sitting there talking about his mock wedding with Michael Jackson, holding a ring. He gave him a ring? Yeah, he had like a little jewelry box of little yes. rings and shit that he'd given him. It was really creepy. Do you know he could sell that? You know how much money he could make selling that? Some creepy fuck would buy it. Absolutely. He sell it. So That seller, I mean buyer, would want to remain Literally, anonymous. they had a mock wedding. So... So I'm beginning to th- rethink pedophiles. I mean, if you're a 45-year-old man with a big old gut and a come over and you pray after five-year-olds and you live in a trailer in the middle of nowhere, okay, you're pretty much a pedophile sick fuck. However, if you're a, a, someone like Michael Jackson who is not a loner, who is surrounded by people all the time, who I'm wondering, did he ever grow up? I mean, the name of his place is Neverland. He obviously had issues with wanting to... Is he still a five-year-old? Yes, in a sense, kind of. Emotionally, maybe, yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah, but according to... But but matured sexually, in the sense that with the shit that he did with these kids, if it's true, you know, it's very compelling stuff. I can't say that's 100% certain evidence enough to vilify a man, but I can certainly say it's... At the very least, he was really bizarre and really creepy. So do we need to um, rank pedophiles? I mean, what parents... You would never let your fucking kid stay with a 33-year-old man when they were in the single digits. I mean... No, I get that. But he's a child. He was a child. He just never matured. He's... It's different from the loner in the trailer who creeps me out. And this guy wasn't in any way. He had everything. Yeah. But he was a reclusive loner, weirdo. I mean, did he? Maybe he, maybe he didn't have sex with them. Maybe he just wanted. The, I, I don't get it. I mean, most of it wasn't actually like sex. It he would because a five year old wouldn't have sex because if the mind, right? They would not have intercourse because they wouldn't know, right? So, was he a child? But I mean, a child wouldn't have another child stand in a corner while he jerks off or something. I mean, well, no, that okay. Right. That's, of course, That's vile and disgusting. So, yeah. so, so did maybe Michael Jackson didn't do that. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe this he's just a weirdo. Maybe he just likes Yeah, maybe, maybe he didn't. That's I mean, it's totally not appropriate possible. for 33-year-old men to be sleeping with 13-year-old boys. In right, any but it's way. not a sex crime. But it's not. A, so what did he do? 
And why would you want to marry him? That's so weird. I think his in his mind, you could never actually, you know, get married in the way that he would like to. And so that was kind of his like little secret way to marry his, you know, what he was into. This whole thing is bizarre to me. So I'm I'm rethinking a, maybe there needs to be a new classification of some pedophiles. <laughs> a or, whole new category? Yeah, or pedosexuals. <laughs> like you don't want anything to do with them sexually because you are not of sexual maturation yourself. Right. I don't know. I say definitely watch it though. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it for sure. Um speaking- I really want to hear your thoughts on this. I and will. it's a commitment. It's four hours long. It's two parts. Each part's two hours. But I, once you turn it on, you will not be able to stop watching it. We'll see I how, guarantee you that. Seeing how I'm a free woman, I have plenty of time now. Yes. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Yeah, I know. Five years. Just, you, it's I happened get, a I bunch, though. I give up. No, no, I just... This time, for me, it's... I'm just not going to sit around waiting anymore. Well, I hope that... How, much, how, how that's long is someone supposed to sit around and wait for someone to be in something? I don't think anyone has a concrete answer for that. <laughs> and, I, and I want to say, I, I'm very grateful how sweet you just were because I had a breakdown before the show started. Yes. And you sat and watched me cried. Of course. Thank you for being such a good person. Of course. Let's move My on. nature, I'm like, want to get up and like put my arm around you, but I'm like, I don't want to be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be creepy. I know. You're getting married. But you're my friend, and I don't like to see, you know, I am in gonna... pain. And you don't show weakness very often, so. Uh, I know, right? It was a vulnerable moment. Got it. It's not my thing. So being vulnerable. So I'm going to turn this a little because now I'm pissed at someone else and I'm just going to, it makes it easier for me to be angry, I guess. One of my girlfriends is pregnant. I'm very happy for her. Yeah. She tells her boyfriend, and you know what he says? I'm moving to, I'm moving out of state. I don't want to be with you. I don't want this child, but just send me a bill. Wow. (laughs) That's what he says to her. Just send me a bill. Okay, that is some cold shit. So I called one of my girlfriends who's a divorce attorney. Oh, man, that is brutal. He's a family law attorney. And I said, what's (sighs) the minimum? Because he said, send her a bill. I said, what's the minimum for child support in Texas? She has $17.50 a month. So times 12 months, times 18 years. That comes to $378,000. So I told my girlfriend, send him a fucking bill for Uh, (laughs) $378,000. And that seems cheap. Well, over eighteen years and per still, month, right? I mean, Seventeen fifty a month is obviously nothing. But you know what? If he's going to be that fucking cold, write her a fucking check. Yeah, that's horrible. And if not, guess what? You go to jail. I mean, I get to his. Uh, yeah, that is the there, in no way is that the right way to handle that situation. I can. They've been dating for a couple of years. Yeah. All of a sudden, just awful cuts her off. That's it. I'm done. People suck. <laughs> yeah, people really do suck. Okay, so I can't believe Luke Perry died. I think that makes me very sad. Yeah, I was surprised to hear that. He's one of those people that you don't, well, I guess you think about him a little more these days, but I was going to say he's one that you don't think about too much anymore. When, but, uh, you know, he was on Riverdale, which is like a new popular show, and then he's in the new Quentin Tarantino movie, and you, I think he was having a bit of a comeback, which kind of sucks. Well, all I watched was 90210, because when I was in high school and college, that was what everybody watched, and uh, everybody loved Dylan. He was the rebel. I Brandon remember him in one. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, when I was a kid. I didn't watch anything else, because I don't watch kid movies anymore, but when I was a kid, I watched, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyways, he was only 52. I feel, I'm, I just can't, I guess a part of my youth is gone with that, you know? That's a young age to go. So because I'm going through all this change right now, and, you know, it's not easy going through this, and I'm, I've just, I've invested so much in this relationship, and now it's, you know, it's really time to just, 
pick up and go. So I've decided to uh, not drink because usually I have my tequila here with you. Yes. And I found this challenge. It's called One Year No Beer. You can go to their website, One Year No Beer. And I don't ever want to go to that website. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I just did the 28 days. I don't know if I can make the 90. I don't know if I can make the 365. But I'm going to do it because I find that when I drink, I become a very mean fucking person. Yeah, I do the same thing, especially when I'm troubled. You know, when venom spews, it's never good. Yeah. Um, so you, know, you always wonder, you know, why, why fall in love with someone if you can't catch them? But... Do not let this discourage you from getting married. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> no, Elise is a great person. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Although I think y'all got in a fight over a suit or something. We did, we did. You know, here's the thing about that, Kevin. What did you say? I'm not going to die Like, on this, this is not the hill. hill I want to die on, yeah. That is so, you're <laughs> such a smart man. Good for you. Thanks. And, you know, you want to wear one thing, she wants you to wear another. Like, it's, you're right. Why die on that hill? But, you know, I... I feel like my partner in life, you know, he wants to die on the dumbest fucking hill, and that's his choice. But so. for in his defense, I don't think he wants to die on that hill. But the hill may be bigger than you think. It's certainly bigger than a suit. That is true. So I thought I'm not saying it's I, that's the hill I would choose to die on, but I'm just you know. So my gift to you is I um, did some research for you, and I wanted to go over the top twenty five marriage advice strategies. All right. Because I wanted to help you out because I know you're getting married. <laughs> I'm not married yet. Oh, come on, Kevin. <laughs> this is positive stuff. All right, all right. Um, because I really feel like you're getting married and you should go into this. And this isn't mean stuff. This is actually sincere stuff. I found it on um, Your Tango. Have you heard of Your Tango? No. It's kind of interesting. They have a lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, but before we get into it, we're going to take a break. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. I know. Details. Yeah. We need to take a break for all of our sponsors. I'm Wanda Means. Thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. Woman, I need that break in between because it's hard to talk for 30 straight minutes. Although, you know, I always talk about really good stuff in the breaks. I wish we could talk about some of that on the show. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, but didn't you sign that NDA? (laughs) Uh, One of many. The things I tell you, Kevin. (laughs) So do you know who Theo... these walls had ears. Oh, yeah, they kind of do. Yeah, that's funny. Do you know who uh, Theo Geisel is? No. Yeah, you do. I do? Yeah. It's a good friend of mine. Oh, that person. Dr. Seuss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the places you'll go. So (laughs) whenever I write, you know, or do anything, sometimes I just hit a wall and I can't do anything. So I really kind of lack creativity and I just need to exercises to get my brain to do things to re-energize myself. And because it's hard to write because it's and it's hard to come up with ideas and and more and more content because, you know, podcasts are content driven. And if you want to stay relevant, you know, you've got to create content. Yes, my job is the easy part. 
a lot of it I don't create. I just kind of think about things that, you know, interest me or I just watch my son do the stupid shit he does. That's always for good content. Um, but your perception and interpretation of that kind of that and telling material the story. is what, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So the book Green Eggs and Ham, we've all read it. Do you know that there are only 50 words in Green Eggs and Ham? No. 50 words. His publisher... But I guess it makes sense because it's all repeating. Yeah, his publisher gave him, you know, they had a bet. They said, you can't do this in 50 words or less. And the bet was only $50, right? So here, Dr. Seuss writes this, you know, they've sold millions and millions and millions of copies of Green Eggs and Ham. But the point is, is that he was given this challenge because he was hitting a mental roadblock, which we all hit a mental roadblock. And so he said that it came... it, it, he needs constraints, right? So he, it, it's like dating, which now I get to be a part of again. Fuck me. The thought of dating again, Kevin, I just want to fucking slip my wrist. I'll admit, dating sucks. I'm not going to do it. It's a fun idea the younger you are, but as you get older, it's just like, no fuck. Thanks. It's such a goddamn hassle. And, I know. And awkward and expensive. Can I skip well, that not and much just go women, straight but... to sex? I mean, <laughs> I do not want to deal with this again. But he said that, you know, you don't need to be distracted by options. And that's the problem with any dating or relationships and why so many of them fail today. Because there's just too many options out there. There's just... Too many other things to do. I mean, I grew up, there were four TV stations, and that's it. You all have thousands. My kids have so much to choose from. And it's like, I don't, there's too many options. So what made him so successful, successful with this book was his limited options. And because it, it forced him to think practically. Um, and it, so it, it changes the conversation from what should I do to what should I do with what I have? So I'm thinking, I, I've got it. We, as people, have to, we have to deal with what we have. And, and there are too many choices. And I don't want all those choices, to tell you the truth. That's why, you know, I kind of kept ending this relationship. I've kept it off, kept it off, kept it off. Because I don't want to deal with all the shit out there. The fallout and uh, the... But now that, getting you know... Getting back out there, I gotcha. Now that the hand is forced, this is my choice. However... I'm not giving up hope because I do feel that humans are not meant to be alone. We are meant to be with a partner. I agree. And but. I want to give you my advice and some advice that I researched for you because I do feel that life is not meant to be alone. You but know? you and I have a lot of loner tendencies. Well, no, I believe me. I spend a lot of time alone. Um, however, in... In the interest of making a marriage work, and I mean, I could give you really good divorce advice. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I could give you really good divorce advice. See, uh, I always know what you mean, even if you. I know, right? <laughs> God, something wrong with me. It's like what I said about the garage, the garage last thing, week, which yeah, I didn't I know, even notice right? when editing that it's clip. Funny. <laughs> um, I could give you so in twenty years, you know, call me. But you're a good Catholic boy, so you're not going to get divorced. I'm not a practicing Catholic, for the record. So, I know. The number one, thank God, because some of those Catholics <laughs> like to practice pedophilia. That's good. That, <laughs> Is that's that true. in one of the covenants of, you know, <laughs> the Catholics, diocese, you know, number 13A? Mm. Um, love. Choose to love each other, even in those moments when you struggle to just like each other. I find that to be the most important. I find it almost more important to like your partner than to love them. Because if that. you truly like them, you enjoy their company, you're going to make it work. And I know you like her. I mean, love is a bonus. Sex is a bonus. Yeah. 
liking is what it's really truly about. That's a good one. Always answer the phone when she calls. Okay, not always. I'm bad about that. We're going to scratch that off. Maybe we should write these. She just likes to talk when she's in the car, and I hate talking when I'm in the car. I just like to listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, okay, so maybe we should. I hate talking on the phone, Maybe we should get down the list and decide Honestly, whether we like. It. What, say that again? I just hate talking on the phone. I hate oh, it. Oh, you're such a texter. Unless it's for work, but like personal, I don't just like to get on the phone and chat. Yeah, I'm a texter. You're a texter. You're that generation. I like to talk, because you know when you talk, when you hang up the phone, okay, I got to go. Okay, bye. But when you're texting, it's like, where'd you go? You left me hanging. That's a good you point. You always There's leave no... me hanging. The The manners of texting is just horrid. You're right. It's a totally different dynamic. So love is a commitment is not a feeling. You have to commit to her. And I know you are because you asked her to marry her. So I'm proud of you for that. And you, I've never done it before. And you've never done it before. I've, and I've only done it once. And I'm, I, and I'm open to the possibility again. But I'm not open to just hanging hanging out the rest of my life I feel like you need to make a commitment because I think when a man commits to a woman he's committing to take care of her he's committing to love her he's committing to be her security and if you don't want to do that then you are not committing to your partner you're just saying "Eh, you're on your own Eh, see you when I see you Eh." yeah yeah you got a point there proud of you so make time together a priority now granted you all aren't blending a family. You don't You don't have kids. You will make your own family. You will make your own children. And it is much harder to date with children. No doubt. It is, it is not easy. But you have to balance anything in life. Surround yourself with friends who will strengthen your marriage. So... Oh, that's tough. That I don't have single. any friends. <laughs> your friends that are single. You're Dude, like one of my only friends. Let's go out. Let's go party. <laughs> I don't have Why any of those. Why are you married? <laughs> that kind of stuff. What do you mean you have, have no friends? I don't have friends anymore. I don't. Oh, here's a good one. You'll love this since make laughter the soundtrack of your marriage. I, I fully that's a good believe one. if you don't laugh, you are not going to have a successful relationship. I agree. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. Do you know what movie that's from? No. Still Magnolias? Of course you wouldn't. It is such a I like that movie. You did? Yeah, that's a good movie. Me too. It's one of my favorites. In every argument, remember that there won't be a winner and there won't be a loser. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's the wrong attitude to have. I'm sorry. In every argument, she is right. Yes. Wait, that's what I meant I lose no matter what. Uh, You lose no matter what. Uh, realize that a strong marriage rarely has two strong people at the same time. I never thought about that. So when she, when you are down and you're being vulnerable, she needs to step up and be the strength. And so, and vice versa. I you agree. You should be yes. able to count each other. I'm definitely making her listen to this episode on the plane. Good. <laughs> on Friday. Oh, here's my favorite. This is obviously my favorite. Prioritize what happens in the bedroom. Sex is important. It is the cherry on top of a relationship. It is not the foundation of a relationship, but it is important. So it is important that you all have that intimate time together. Now, does it matter how frequent it is or that when it happens, it's more that it's... Well, if you only do it once a year, that's well, not frequent. <laughs> not that infrequent. If you're, if you're, if you're <laughs> wanting 10 times a day, eh, maybe you should not set expectations. What if it's just a couple times a month, but it's really good? Well, it's not quantity, it's quality. Oh, and right. I'll tell you this, but I do think that I personally am a very, uh, I, <laughs> I like to have sex. You have a strong libido. I have yeah. a strong libido. It's all uh, that testosterone. I don't need it ten times a day, but 
but part of me, part sex for me is intimacy. And I just don't like fucking every other thing. But sometimes it's fun to just fuck. No, I agree. No, totally agree. Totally agree. I always, you know, I, I'm happy with one partner, but sometimes that one partner has multiple personalities. So it is like fucking different people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just saying. Interesting. Rem- <laughs> oh, this is my favorite. Remember that marriage, I keep saying these are all my favorite. Remember that marriage isn't 50 50, divorce is 50 50. That's interesting. I've never That's seen a that good before. Way to put, yeah. So I'm going to highlight. Actually, Kevin, I'm just going to leave you my notes so you can give them to Elise and y'all can go over them on <laughs> the plane. Good. You all can check which ones you like. I don't want to listen together. I just want her to listen separately, and then we can talk after. So this is the, just all my advice. I mean, this is what I've what I researched, what I've read. I got this from Your Tango. You should go. They have a lot more stuff on that side. It's very fascinating. It's some good read in there. Um, it says marriage has to be 100-100, which I agree with this. And now, mind you, I was married almost 17 years. So, I mean, I... I I wasn't a complete failure. To a great guy that you still like. Great guy. Still like him. I still, I spend more time with him than I do anyone. <laughs> it's like, because we're business partners too. <laughs> yeah, well. He's a great guy. Some things just never change. Right. Um, but if, like in the divorce world, if, if you're dating someone and they have an ex who's full of drama and full of trouble, that is hard on a relationship. I mean, what I offer in a relationship is I have a great ex who is not going to come in and provide drama. I mean, if anything, I'm the one who provides the drama. <laughs> Go figure. That's true. I never hear about Richard causing any drama. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> sometimes you get drama from other parties that you cannot control. Remember, life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react. And the worst is when you apologize for your behavior, don't. Ever say I am sorry for your behavior? No, no, no! I don't am ever sorry do for how I listen to me, Kevin. I am sorry for the pain that I caused. Not, I'm sorry you get hurt so easy. Exactly. If you don't get this, don't get married. That applies to any any that human to relationship. Any, any human relationship. Mother, father, uh, you know, father, son, brother, sister, girlfriend, boyfriend, friend, best friend. You have to, that's very important. I'm so sorry for your reaction to the damage that I did. No, I'm like, don't ever apologize. It's like my mother. I am sorry. (laughs) Oh, God, that's the king of all of these. I am sorry for what, I'm sorry that you're in pain. No, yes. No. No. I'm sorry I caused the pain. I did this. I'm sorry that I'm a fucking asshole. How about that? I'm sorry that I fucked up and caused you all of this lifelong fucking trauma. Uh, That's the right answer. Trauma has a way of rearing its ugly head when you don't want it to. Yeah. I have no doubt. Number 10, give your best to each other, not your leftovers, after you've given your best to everyone else. I get that all the time. I find it very peculiar that you decided to go through these at this <laughs> exact time. Well, you're getting married, <laughs> and it's this all is some weird really timing. good advice. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's just obviously very emotional for me right yes. now because I believe in marriage. I believe in you know healthy, loving, caring, but giving relationships. I'm emotional right now too. <laughs> I know. I know. Fucking, uh. Learn from other people, but don't feel the need to compare your life or your marriage to anyone else's. There is nothing worse than scrolling through Facebook and you're seeing what other people are doing and y'all are just sitting home on a Friday night doing nothing. Yeah. It's painful. I'd rather be at home doing that. I hate the full of shit people who try to What's project that FOMO? some kind of fear of missing, missing out. out. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh huh. I don't have a lot of that. What's that? My, that other one, Jomo, Joy of Missing Out. Yes, I'm more on board with that. I'd rather sit on the couch with my significant other and make fun of the people who are trying to convince you that they're cool because they're out doing shit or whatever. Right. And I, 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 I have an issue with people who post things, and you know what's really going on. Don't put your marriage on hold while you're raising your kids, or else you'll end up with an empty nest and an empty marriage. I mean, we had four kids. I mean, our life revolved around our children. Absolutely. So part of why we did get divorced is because I, you know, I, I focused, I spent an entire decade breastfeeding and changing diapers and being pregnant, you it's, know? Parenthood like, somewhat drove a wedge. I mean. I mean, it, Richard and I, we grew apart. And yeah. it was just all about the kids. And, and it works in our divorce that it's all about the kids. It just didn't work in our marriage. For a marriage, yeah. I get that. Get some good notes here for you, Kevin. Yeah. I know. This is a solid Still episode. Get married. <laughs> I'm not backing out. Never keep secrets from each other. I'm good, really good at that. Although, if you're thinking she's looking a little heavy, don't tell her. <laughs> yeah, those things are just okay. Just don't do it. Just don't. Just don't. Just be like, babe, you look great. Just tell her that. Never lie to each other. I can't tell you how many times I've been lied to. And it is, it will be the death of me because I'm so uber honest. Me too. And and it, it you, you may as well just put a dagger in my heart when I find out you've lied to me. That does not go over well. I don't think you've ever. I don't think we've ever lied to each other. You and me, or you and your, you and me. <laughs> okay, I'm good. just saying. Like, I, I, you are but very. We're honest, not sleeping together. Like, well, no, but <laughs> I'm just saying but you it's are very good honest. For any person. relationship, yeah, right. Uh, when you've made a mistake, admit it. I'm good at that too because I fuck up all the and time. And this says, and humbly seek forgiveness. I see some religious overtone in here uh, or undertone. Um, perhaps you should. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, get I think frustrated it's important to be time, humble. Timeline. And, and if you screw up, just just own it. Just own it. I screwed up. There's a. I was such a bitch this past week, and I said, "I'm so sorry." It was a bit. I'm sorry. I I feel horrible for what I did. I was wrong. But sometimes if you do that and then the next day she's still pissy about it, that's when I, I'm not humble anymore. I'm like, come on. Like, I said sorry. Okay, we got to have a timeline <laughs> of how long you can be a total dick about <laughs> yes. something. Right. Um, and, and, you know, sincerity goes a long way. Uh, when your partner breaks your trust, give them forgiveness instantly. And I think that's kind of hard. I don't know how you can do that, but you can. Depend- I, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I don't know that that can be a concrete rule. Uh, be patient with each other. Model the kind of marriage that will make your children want to grow up to be good husbands and good wives. That's a good one. Be your spouse's biggest encourager, not his biggest critic. True. Never talk badly about your spouse to other people or vent about them online. See, that I did, and I... Fully regret doing that. I was a fucking dick. I think people do that, though, a lot of times in relationships with, like, a sibling or your parent. Like, I'm sure she's called her mom and be like, Kevin's being a total dick. And, you know, I'd probably call my mom and be like, Liz is being a pain in the ass. I mean, it's okay that you want to vent and say some things, but you be careful what you say. Yeah. Because things have a way of getting twisted and coming back to you. Oh, this is interesting. Always wear your wedding ring. That's a good one. I still don't have mine. I don't wear mine anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm not married. Oh, I'm not getting married. I've been stuck in the bad, the wrong. I leave for a destination wedding the day after tomorrow, and I still don't have my rings. Wait. <laughs> I bought my wedding band. Yet. Wait. Didn't y'all pick out wedding bands together? 
I, you we have got her hers. ring. Yeah, her engagement ring and her okay. wedding band are all set to go. So good. Yeah, you're like that's all that matters. Well, they're saying you know a lot of douches. Some of my friends have dated guys, and they've literally caught the guy with his ring in a picture and set mills. And but when he's in their presence, he doesn't wear it. I've got I would more never stories that. about that. Yeah, I mean that's douchey. I don't know how you don't feel guilty doing that. Uh, th- uh, this says connect with a community of faith. I'm not religious, so I, that's probably good advice if you are. This says pray together again. I don't really pray, although I do. Um, th- I am thankful for the things in my life. So um, when you have to choose between saying nothing or saying something mean to your spouse, say nothing. Like I said, although at least that's a tiny, tough one to stick. You, you by, can't yeah. ever say she's fat or. You just, just don't. Just That's tell her. True. Even if she's, your wife doesn't want to hear, oh, that looks good. She doesn't want to hear that. She wants you to, like, be sincere. Babe, that looks great. Or she wants you to send flowers. Or do things that you're not supposed to or told to do, but because you just truly, genuinely want to. I think it goes a long way a lot, too, if it's something outside your comfort zone. Oh, like bringing flowers to work. I did for her on Valentine's Day, which I feel like such a douchebag doing, but it went a long way. She said that apparently that was like better than having them delivered to her work. She said because oh, you brought them because I brought them. Yeah, and I was like, I thought she'd think that I cheaped out this year bringing them myself rather than having them delivered. But you know apparently what? it went a long way. You should send her flowers on a random Tuesday for no reason. You're right. I I, I don't think I've ever done that this to no reason. Goes se- thinking of you, like she's not expecting it. Oh, I did a no I mean, reason. If you do it after a fight. You did what? I did. I, she was really. I sent her Tiff Streets one time just for fun. Oh for, yeah, they have cute, they have good stuff, right? Yeah, food. The cookies are really good. Okay, so what I'm saying is just for no reason at all, and not because you got in a fight, not because you want to ask something, just because it goes such a long way with women, probably men too. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. And this one says never consider divorce an option. And I kind of do disagree with that because it is better to have two happy hems and one miserable one. Totally. Especially when there's kids. When you have kids. Yeah. So that's it. We've gone a little over this week, but that's all right. I've given you I was some. enjoying it. Good luck. I needed to hear these things. Good luck when you get married. Um, hold, always hold her hand. Never go to bed angry. I want to mean thank you for listening to One Blunt Woman. And do not forget, from tremendous pain comes an enormous amount of strength.